0: Hi everyone, this is Joshua Hoffman, and welcome to another episode of the Masters in Marketing Agency podcast, where we deconstruct the why and how agency owners found their success and discuss a few things they learned along the way. Today, I have Tommaso Vaccarella, the co-founder and general manager of Connected Stories, which is the first and only multimodal creative management platform built for video advertising. Welcome, Tommaso.
1: Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm coming in hot from, I think you said
1: Rome, Italy, correct? Correct, correct, uh, correct. In Rome, although I spend my time between New York and uh, and Italy overall.
0: Well, I guess I'll start there. How did
1: you get? How did you end up in the states? I'm just, I mean, uh, it's been twelve years now. I moved there after high school. Went to uh, Pace University uh, for my undergraduate, uh, majoring in uh, entrepreneurship management, uh, uh, and loved it, man. It was. It was my dream to go to to New York City uh, after high school, and uh, I've been spending my, again, 12 years now between Italy and New York, I should say.
0: Wait, so was that the reason that you ended up wanting to go to New York, is you just really wanted to go, and then
1: you applied to a few colleges and ended up at a pace? Exactly, yeah. I've known the city since like a few family trips during middle school and high school then, as um, soon as I got to the city, I just fell in love with it and said, yeah, I got to move there at some point. So as soon as I got my first opportunity, which was after college, after high school, actually, I said, okay, let me let me, let me me find something that suits me in the city. And uh, again, let's move there.
0: Interesting. I, I want to take a step back then uh, and start with something a little bit more unique, which is your production company that you have, which is uh, Wrong Way yeah. Pictures. What's the story behind that? Is it still active? What are your biggest projects? Talk about that for a second.
1: No, no, it's not active anymore, but it was so much fun, man. Um, so it's uh, actually a, a fun story. And and I feel like uh, it's something that uh, only a city like New York could, could, could give me the opportunity uh, to really find not only, again, the motivation, but also the people to launch, uh, again, wrong way pictures back then. I was still in the college. Uh, I think it was uh, sophomore year uh when together with a group of friends we were actually interning uh, at a, a production company um that was very much based on uh, all things uh italy uh when it comes to to new york city so again we had a passion for filmmaking we had a passion for again um just, just shooting content uh, and we said why don't, why don't we actually launch something on our own so we decided to launch con uh, wrong way pictures and uh it was fun we lasted three years uh um we were really focusing on uh, essentially um shooting music videos shooting short films uh, uh shooting also commercials of different kinds uh, and then uh, essentially taking those uh, uh <laughs> i would say not much profits but then reinvesting in in chore films uh, that we were making uh, of our own and fun fact is um the guys that are uh, are still involved with the company they ended up uh, uh then shooting their own uh, uh feature films uh, um, so it, it was pretty amazing to see the growth and everything but uh at some point around i would say senior year i was really you know drawn uh, um to focus on much more tech related uh, uh things uh, um and I took a different path um so then fast forward a little bit, how did
0: you start the agency? Or can you tell us a little bit more about the agency?
1: Yeah. So Connected Stories, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So it's actually interesting, right? Because uh, it, it took me a few years after Wrong Way Pictures to then launch Connected Stories. Because uh, as soon as I um, got done with Wrong Way Pictures, that was, again, senior year of college, uh, um, I joined uh, a venture capital firm for, for a little while. And then uh, I joined uh, um, a tech startup uh, in in, in FinTech, in finance technology, focused on borrowing and lending money between friends and family. That was uh, the name of the company was Frank, uh, which literally stood for uh, uh, Frank, the friend's bank. Right. So that's something that inspired me to really dive in more than the tech business uh, um, and essentially find something that was a little bit more scalable than production, right? Because again, wrong way pictures. Uh, uh, it wasn't that much scalable as a business, unfortunately, right? Super interesting, super creative, uh, but didn't give you the possibility that, for example, now Connected Stories has given me to actually scale the business and build an actual product, right? So that was the thing that really interested me at that point. Uh, um, and again, it's uh the people that, that work with with me, with us, they know it. Um, I launched Connect the Stories with, with my father, right? So my father is a long time entrepreneur in the tech field, um, and since I was a kid, I essentially was inspired by him uh, of an idea of being, you know, an entrepreneur, a tech entrepreneur, right? So at some point, uh, right after again this uh, uh, experience with with Frank, uh, the tech startup. Uh, uh, I found myself uh again sort of like uh, partnering up with him and launching connected stories. What made you feel confident that you were like able to start a company? Uh nothing actually. <laughs> <laughs> nothing really, no. Um I would say just, just the vision, the passion, right? Like I I, I don't think, at least not my experience, uh, I wasn't necessarily confident that I, I, I would have been able to succeed, right? But I was confident that we had an idea, a vision towards sort of like building something, or in a certain way, also fixing a problem, and and that was, you know, the thing that led us to essentially um, say, okay, this this is interesting. We we think we have you know an opportunity here. Uh, the market is incredibly big. But at the same time, it has an innovated in the creative space, in the creative tech space—the one that um, essentially we play in—as uh, much as we, you know, we thought the could have, right? So we felt we felt like we saw like an opportunity more so than uh, again, um, sort of like uh, knowing that we would have succeeded. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess my question would be like, what? what happens as you were growing the business that you just didn't expect, you know, going in? And I know your dad had like a successful exit and he's been there and done it. But for you personally, like what ended up happening? Like, wow, I didn't think I'd have to focus that much on this or or something like that. So many things. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I would say one in particular that I sort of like found myself in in previous experiences is uh, uh, probably managing people. Um... I knew that it was difficult. I didn't know that it would have been sort of like this challenging. Not that it's necessarily difficult, but inspiring people more so than uh, guiding them towards a certain vision is what probably is the most difficult aspect of being an entrepreneur. Although also the most fulfilling one, the most exciting ones, because when you see people, you know, coming together, creating something exciting, uh, and really, you know, making friends along the way. And becoming you know successful people together that's what's the most interesting thing to me
0: do you have any like nightmare stories with hires or anything
1: no don't get me started <laughs> yeah, don't get me started i think i'll be censored there um no look that plenty like uh i think uh you know uh, only now we're getting good at the so like the hiring process from uh i should say like a good filtering. Um, sort of like mechanism uh, when it comes to again the application stage as well as the interview process, uh, it wasn't structured when when we started. Uh, so we made a lot of mistakes uh, bringing people on that weren't necessarily suited for the job or people that were suited for the job and not necessarily a good fit for the company. Although when you are an early stage company, um, it's tough for you to attract, you know talent, right? So it's not that you sort of like take what what's what's available. But at the same time, it's uh, you know you're not Google, so the sort of like filtering process uh, as well as you know the entire hiring process cannot be as selective. Now, as we are scaling up, we have more means. Uh, as we did a fundraising last summer, uh, that enabled us to essentially bring on more funds. Uh, um, we are able to be more selective. We we're able to actually have a much more structured process. We have you know an um, um, also an HR department in place. Uh, um, and that really helps, you know, towards bringing, you know, the best and the brightest as possible, as much as possible, but at the same time, you know, there's always going to be, there's sort of like degree of, of failure when it comes to bringing people on for sure.
0: Yeah. No question. What, um, who was your first hire? Like what position at what point did the company get to where you're like, all right, we need to make another hire. So I would say the, the
1: tech department, right? So the tech department, our CTO, um, he had actually uh, been working with uh, with my father uh, in previous uh, previous ventures uh, before essentially starting Connected Stories. Uh, um, so the tech department uh, essentially had always been sort of like the foundation of Connected Stories since day zero, basically. Uh, they are the ones who uh, with us came up with the product, came up with the idea, uh, and allowed us to essentially have something that we could bring to market. So that was the first piece. Uh, that we um, that we sort of like made sure that we had. Uh, although again, mistakes also along the way when it comes to, to the tech department. Although again, our CTO is still with us and and thriving, so we're very excited about that and we uh happy with him still being with us. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the, the first hiring from a uh, from a client facing perspective, uh, uh, I would say the account management team. Uh, those are the ones that uh, essentially we. We brought on as the foundation for bringing the connected storage platform to market, uh, and the customer success team in general has been uh, a key success. a uh, key, key part of our success, uh, especially especially in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I guess I realize I, we got to take a, a, another step back because we didn't actually really like talk about the product yet. Which we don't need to spend too much time, but I just want to, the listeners to know, you know, what the heck we're talking about right now. So, uh, can you talk a little bit more about the product?
1: totally totally no that's a good point uh so we uh are a creative management platform uh with certain people not necessarily familiar with the advertising technology industry we basically have a platform solution that allows to make video ads more interesting right and uh, how do you do so is through personalization interactivity but at the same time uh, uh essentially solving for different challenges, right? From a platform perspective, which is uh, uh, how do you scale uh, production through automating the workflow? How do you make sure that personalization is not only achievable, but also scalable through using different signals? And we use audience-based signals. We use uh, uh, contextual information. We use uh, a lot of different signals that are informing creatives in real time. And then the last aspects of the platform is uh, the um, the actual measurement of uh, creative uh, success through user behavior. So we are essentially an end-to-end platform uh, that caters specifically to the open internet. Uh, therefore, all things uh, uh, programmatic uh, uh, more so than again uh, all things video in uh, in general. So the platform uh, um, we've been marketing it through uh, creative agencies, media agencies. Uh, uh, although the end client is obviously the brands. Uh, we are very much, uh, um, I would say, vertical agnostic. We work with a lot of different industry verticals, uh, uh, auto, telco, CPG, pharma, because at the same time, uh, all different industry verticals uh, need to have content that is more interesting for their consumers, uh, although at the same time, differentiating themselves while, while, of course, you know automating the production, personalizing at scale, and uh, measuring granularly. The user behavioral aspects of the uh, interactions.
0: And how did you guys get your first customer?
1: How did we get our first customer? It's interesting because uh, when we actually launched Connected Stories, uh, we didn't approach the market from the buy side, but from, from the sales side, right? So we started uh, uh, by essentially selling to to publishers, right? Publishers had uh, still do have like a big, you know, sales team. Um, And they were going to market and they're still going to market for the majority of cases by selling their inventory uh, and uh, in in some other instances, also their data. So when it came to Connected Stories, uh, we said, okay, why don't you also bring to market something that uh, allows to have uh, much more interesting and enhanced creatives, especially videos, right? So we started working with a few different uh, publishers and uh, uh, video networks uh, between, uh, between Europe and the US. Um, and they essentially paved the way for us to then be able to grow into the buy side more and more.
0: In that, so the next question I want to ask is how did you get your second customer? Because I think, you know, obviously the first customer is important, but the second kind of like starts that trend. Is that, is is what you just answer? also how you get your second customer? Or is there, did you get your second customer another way?
1: So no, the first, so let me take a step back. So the first customer, uh, it's very much a leap of faith, right? You have no case studies, you have essentially, yeah, the product, but at the same time, uh, it it has never been actually tested, right? So the first customer is the one that takes the leap of faith, right? There's got to be the innovators, they're got to be the ones that are essentially trusting you, um, as you know, their partners, right? The second customer, we got it through, essentially, creating an interesting case study around the first customer, uh, showcasing that uh, our platform was successful for, again, this first customer to achieve their objectives, uh, uh, creating ROI for uh, their their agencies and the brands they were working with, and that allowed us uh, to essentially um, bring in more publishers. Then uh, the first customer that we essentially brought on from a from a buy side perspective again, um, I think it was a media agency. That was another essentially like leap of faith from from them. Although we already had the sort of like case study that our enhanced creatives were um, effective from a sales side perspective, uh, but now the pitch was well instead of uh, just going uh, and buy from the single publisher from the buy side through again programmatic buying you can then scale these across any sort of inventory you guys want to like want to buy without necessarily being stuck with a specific publisher so therefore again positioning ourselves as agnostic to media uh-huh. and empowering them to go to market and scale their their buying and therefore the user connected stories and our creatives across any sort of inventory out there Gotcha.
0: Um, And a few questions I I tend to ask at the end, if you had to teach something to other marketers, what would it be?
1: Wow. (laughs) That's a, that's a pretty big uh, question. Uh, I would say create a good customer success. uh, um, So like uh, uh, support um, because, because your product uh, it's always gonna be sort of like uh, in the making, right? There, there's never gonna be. I mean, there are some some late stage products. There are I, would, I wouldn't say perfect, but are already very successful and uh, almost hundred percent optimized. When it comes to again an early stage company like we were, um, customer success makes all the difference. It's uh, yes, there might be problems with the platform. There might be problems with campaigns. There might be problems with anything. But if you're able to deal with them fast, if you're able to deal with them promptly and uh, sort of like provide uh, not only like uh, convincing explanations, but also uh, solutions to their to their problems, that's probably the key. In my opinion, what I've seen the key to essentially like uh, having like uh, a business that is able to progress in the oh, future. Oh, I love that.
0: Uh, what do you enjoy talking about the most that you normally don't get
1: an opportunity to talk about? interesting uh well entrepreneurship i it's something that i i talk about it among you know my friends or the people that i know that are again themselves entrepreneurs but uh oftentimes uh, i don't think i have a platform good enough to to talk about it so that's one thing um and then there are a few other things mostly around specifically what we do in terms of like advertising technology right cuz it's a little bit of a niche. Um, there are different actors involved in, again, the, the, of course, the entire um, ecosystem of the technology. Uh, but oftentimes, I don't think we have, again, like a forum for us to talk about it all that much.
0: Sure. No, I, I generally agree. Um, are you guys looking to hire any positions right now?
1: We do. Yeah, plenty, actually. So that's that's good, I would say, given the fact that, again, we're growing. Um, we operate across uh, um, both the United States and, and Europe, mainly focusing ourselves around Rome, Milan, and New York. Although we are people essentially all over the place, everybody's working almost, I should say, hybridly across these three different locations. Uh, um, and we are always hiring, you know, um, currently we're, we're hiring as a product manager. Uh, we are at a certain level right now that uh, unfortunately ourselves, many of the founders more so than, again, the tech team cannot manage the product Mm -hmm. anymore that well as we used to. Good problems. Um, Come again? Good problems. Definitely, definitely. Those are good (laughs) problems to have for sure. Uh, And another big position that we are hiring is uh, essentially um, a business development lead for all things Europe.
0: Perfect. And last question, any books or podcasts or newsletter recommendations?
1: Well, books, uh, plenty. I would say, well, one that I think it's a must read is uh, uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. Uh, I think that's not necessarily an entrepreneurial book specifically, but it's one that I think it's a must read. Uh, in terms of movies or TV shows, I've been watching and uh, enjoying Succession a lot. Uh oh, it's uh it's amazing i mean that's uh not not a sort of like scenario that i would want to replicate despite the fact that i started this business with my father all right i'm not i'm not (laughs) looking to again sort of like replicate those dynamics uh, although i mean i can use a few tactics here and there um but you know that's definitely one that i that i that i would suggest yeah
0: should I ask what character you relate most to, or is that uh... I don't
1: know? I don't know. It's, it's uh, they're not good. They're not yeah, exactly. any, any of them is good. You know what I'm saying? I was so, setting
0: you up with that question. It's good. Probably good that you weren't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying,
1: trying to be as most uh, you know agnostic as possible from that. Right. Right. But uh, no, they're all they're all incredibly fascinating. I feel like uh, a mix of them. I don't know how it's gonna end. Like I'll tell you in a few episodes, and then I'll be able to provide you with a response. You know. <laughs> It's been a great season.
0: Uh, and As we come up to the end of the episode, I just want to give you an opportunity to mention how people can find you and anything else you'd like to end with.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I would say the easiest way for people to find me is on LinkedIn. Just, you know, type my name, I'm super responsive. I like to jump onto conversation with, with anyone about anything. As long as it's interesting, I'm uh, I'm down to talk. Um, and yeah, I mean, another thing that, I, that I'd love to say is uh, you know we are in a very interesting times when it comes to advertising. Advertising, despite not being always uh, framed as the sexist thing in the world, is something that at the same time supports uh, anything we do online. Uh, most of us are not paying for whatever we do online, and advertising is essentially paying for it. Um, so we gotta at some point like probably respect a little bit more. But from a, from an advertiser perspective, and again, someone who's in the business. Uh, Our goal is to make it just more enjoyable for consumers, right? So I feel like we need to pursue that goal. Um, And our self connected stories, uh, our objective is to make it interesting, to make it exciting, uh, and not to have essentially bad ads anymore. Love it. Uh, And and Tomasa, thank you so much for coming on the show. And
0: for those of you who learned something new from this episode, please consider giving us a like or a follow so we can continue getting the highest quality guests like Tommaso and thank you as always for listening. Tommaso, love this time, thank you so much.
1: Appreciate it Josh,
0: thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Masters in Marketing Agency podcast. I hope got a ton of value out of this episode and before we go, I just wanna thank our sponsors DevNoodle. DevNoodle provides marketing agencies with the ability to offer their clients unlimited website design, build and management services with fixed monthly plans. If website design, development, and maintenance is holding your agency back from growing, please reach out to us at devnoodle.com, where we make websites easy. Easy for you and easy for your clients. devnoodle.com.